You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good evening. Welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Royal Oak Studios. We are looking forward to intriguing and entertaining you every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Let me start today's show by saying thank you for joining our family, which is biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not not required. Well, hello, 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 everyone. Happy New Year. This is the first podcast of 2020. We have been here for a little over a year now, and I want to start off by saying thank you to those of you who helped make my first year um, successful. I was at an event on Saturday, and I had people come up to me and tell me that they watch my podcast and that they've listened to it and how much they enjoy it. And I want to tell you that that is that's very heartwarming and a very appreciative. So. My goal is to make 2020 rock, and I am starting off the year with a happy, positive sister who has a true love logical heart. No one would ever believe that we just met. Um, It's been three weeks now. Yes. Yeah, it's been about three weeks now that we met. Um, We met while I was actually being interviewed for um, 313. Believe. Believe. Yes. Yes, in Detroit. And Shaniqua Suggs came down to, uh, I pronounced it wrong, Shaquana. Shaquana. I don't know why I said Shaniqua. Shaquana Suggs came down to actually watch how a podcast goes. And I just happened to be the guest that evening. And we started talking, and I told her about Love Logical. She understood right away what Love Logical was. She ended up um, purchasing a sweatshirt that I actually brought down to show on the show, and it ended up being the size that she needed. She ended up purchasing a um, T-shirt for a Christmas gift for someone else. My Love Logical mom. And we have <laughs> been, we've been thick as thieves ever since. And I know that she's going to be a very important part of 2020 because we were brought together for a purpose. We have a lot of the same goals. We have a lot of the same dreams. And there are things that we're both working on that I know that we'll be able to help each other with. So we have strengths and weaknesses that actually complement each other. So that's a good thing. And that's not something that you find on a regular basis. So welcome to my show, Mr. Kwana Suggs of Potluck Kitchen Cafe Detroit. And one thing that I love to say, dope collard greens. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. <laughs> now, Shaquana, I'm just gonna I'm gonna call you out. She's nervous tonight, you guys. So we're gonna have to pull her up out of this. So come on up closer to the mic, relax in that chair so we can have us a conversation. Mm. Cause you can't be doing potluck kitchen cafe telling stories and stuff and being nervous just because you're on a podcast. We calling you out tonight. It'd be like that sometimes. I know. Girl. You know what? <laughs> sometimes it depends on who my guests are. I find myself being a little nervous, but once I usually get going, the nerves go away, you know, and it's just 
we're just having a conversation and you have just titles of your business that is a conversation within itself with the Potluck Kitchen Cafe Detroit and Dope Collard Greens. But I'm going to leave them wanting a little bit more. Tell us about Shaquana and why you embrace Love Logical as fast as you did. Um, I embraced it because the essence mm-hmm. of Love Logical, no DNA required, has been it really gives a title to my life. Mm-hmm. It gives a title to the journey that I've been on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just really uh, it, it summed it up. Mm-hmm. You know, I told you that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, when I got home and I had a chance to really process everything, I said, well, wow, my whole life has been about the kindness of strangers and what strangers have been in my life or people that are not related to me mm-hmm. um, and who they became in my life. And um, some of those people are just pivotal to the person I am today. And it just made sense. It clicked the whole essence of Love Logical. It just clicked. Mm-hmm. You know, Love Logical, DNA not required. It clicked. Now, when you think, when that first person that came to mind, you had someone who came to mind. Mm-hmm. Who was it? My, I call her my god mom, mm-hmm. but she's really a, a really great friend. Okay. Um, she is... Uh, my mom passed away in May of 2015 mm-hmm. and that same, almost that same week, that mm-hmm. same week, mm-hmm. uh, I met her mm-hmm. and we've been thick as thieves since. Mm-hmm. And she is just like my mom. She has, uh, even when she calls my name, she says it the same way. She has ways like my mom and they, actually have the same journey in life. Okay. And she's helped me understand a lot of things that I didn't understand um, before my mom passed away. How does she say your name that's unique? Can (laughs) can you give it to us? (laughs) Now, you're a storyteller now, so I want to hear this. How she say your name? Kwana. We were in CVS one time, and mm-hmm. she was howling across the store, Kwana, and I had to do a double take, like, Lord, she sounds just like my mama. So, yeah, she is, they're so much alike, and I'm just blessed to have her in my life. Yeah, yeah. see, and it's almost like um, it feels good when you have someone who you can really look up to mm-hmm. after after you've lost your biological mom. Yes. You know, that's that's there. And I was blessed to have a biological mom who was the most amazing woman in the world. I talk about her a lot because if it wasn't for Phyllis, I would not have the love logical heart that I have, you know, because my mother embraced embraced everyone. We had the Kool-Aid house, you know, growing up. Yeah. So I truly get what you mean. Mm -hmm. And then I was also very blessed to have. A love logical at the same time, you know, um, my first boyfriend, his mother, Miss Jean Adams, she was there for me in many ways. And then after I lost my mom, she was still there. Yeah. 
So you just you never know who's going to be sent for what reason and for what season. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So tell me tell me a little bit about um some of your other love logicals cuz you have a village. Yeah, um well, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um okay, well it would kind I will have to kind of take you back a little. Come take me back. Um my mom um she had many struggles in okay. life mm-hmm. that kind of tore our par- family apart. Okay. And I kind of had to step up, you know, as a child and teen and adult life um in places where I probably sh- you know for things that I probably shouldn't have shouldn't have to but um when I lost her when she passed away um it was unexpected and it was at a time where we were actually healing we were on a path a journey that I hadn't experienced before okay and I was looking forward to what was going to happen in our relationship and she passed away suddenly okay And so I was at a place where, um, you know, I was confused and I didn't really know what the purpose was in bringing us together only to take her away so fast. And um, but at that same time, you know, I've been reaching for my goals and dreams for a very long time, which is potluck kitchen. Okay, And I was in the process of. you know, working on those, working on that. Mm-hmm. And so I started by retracing some of my roots in, in the city. Okay. And one of those roads led me to uh, a soup kitchen that um, was familiar to me in my childhood. So I would go and visit this soup kitchen and volunteer. And I had met some people and I was involved in their agriculture program and everything. So when my mom passed away, I went back to tell some friends that my mom had passed. Mm -hmm. And this particular day, um, it was a few days after she passed. And um, so I went to talk to a friend and um, my friend introduced me to someone else. Mm -hmm. And when I was talking to this person, she stopped me mid-sentence and said, wait a minute, is your mom named BJ? That's Mm -hmm. what they called her. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. And we both just bust out crying. She's like, I loved her. That was my friend. You know, this, that, and the third. And um, she invited me to a women's meeting Mm -hmm. that was going on inside the kitchen. And so I agreed and I went to the kitchen. I went to the uh, women's meeting. And um, it's been five years that you've been going to the women's that meetings. I've been going to That's this the women's that meeting. I saw. Yes. Now, Those, can you share the name of the women's meeting or is it a is it a more of a private meeting? No, it's actually open mm-hmm. to the public. OK. Um, and well, a few years in, mm-hmm. I was given the opportunity um, of a leadership role. OK. And I, it took me a while. It probably mm-hmm. took me a whole year to accept that role. Mm-hmm. And I accepted the role and I just, I kind of brought with me the idea of healing. Okay. Um, and part of my healing journey has always been supporting other women. 
So we kind of went with um, Sisters in Support. Sisters in Support. Yeah, okay. Sis. So, so if you sister, ever hear me yes, say sis, sis, which I say a yes, lot. Sisters in support. <laughs> yeah, yes. It, to me, it means sisters in support. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So those are my sisters in support. And I like it. We just love on each other. And they have become my love logical family. Okay. And it's been in May. This may come in. It'll be five years. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And they're part of the soup kitchen as well. Well, no, well, some are mm-hmm. most, a lot of the women are women in recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, but not all, mm-hmm. you know, some come for whatever reason they choose to come. Um, I've invited other people, you know, that may come, you know, um, every now and then, but mm-hmm. you know, women are there for all kinds of reasons, but most are there women in recovery, which makes it even more special to me because, um, that was part of my mom's, um, her journey was her struggle with recovery. Okay. So to see these strong women, you know, sticking it out and some like my love logical mom, she has over 25 years clean. All right. And I, I learned so much from her. Um, but I learned a lot from all the women in the group and we just pretty much, we support each other. Um, some, you know, we have some that, um, uh, are homeless. Mm-hmm. We have some, that uh, still struggle with addiction, some struggle with other things, and some are there just to support other women. And I think that that's what kind of makes it special because we're all, when, we, when we're in that room, we're all equals, we're mm-hmm. all the same, and there's no judgment. Um, and it's really a beautiful thing, and I'm just grateful to be a part of it. I love it. I do. You know... One of the things that's very important to me is women reaching out and helping each other because at one point in time when women were considered, especially within the African-American community, we considered as crabs in a barrel Mm -hmm. and we did not really help each other the way that we should, helping each other with our businesses, helping each other with struggles, um, Finances, teaching each other, Absolutely. you know, um, supporting each other's businesses and any other endeavors that we have. And now, you know, I belong to a community of women where we are lifting and we're giving each other a hand up instead of a handout. Absolutely. And that is it's strong and it's powerful and it's not, you know, it feels good to see professional women coming together and supporting. And I also have um, another group that I go to on Mondays, and it is women from all different walks of life. Some of them are in recovery, as you've stated. Some of them are homeless, as you've stated. Some of them have never had any type of addictions that way, but they may have, you know, financial struggles, or they may have um, PTSD. Mm -hmm. They may have, you know, something that's going on to hold them down inside. But when everyone gets together, like I said, you're lifting each other up. Absolutely. And that's what we are supposed to do. I think that, you know, one of the things when I, when I sit back and I look at it and, you know, they say with our chromosomes, 
you know, a woman has two X chromosomes, a man has an XY. Well, you link those X's together and you're going to end up holding on to each other to make those X's. Girl, you better preach. <laughs> <laughs> you better preach. You hold on to make those X's. So Absolutely. if you have an opportunity that you can help help one of your sisters with, then you're supposed to help. Mm-hmm. You know, you see someone with a business, like with you right away, you said, how much are those sweatshirts? And I told you what I was selling it for for Christmas. And you said, I want one. Mm-hmm. You didn't say, you know, can you give me more off? You didn't say, well, can you just hook me up or anything like that? You were like, okay. And then you called me and said, I need another one, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what we're supposed to do. When you do something, I'm coming. You know, I want to be there. If I see someone who's running a business like, OK, one of my one of my my friends, you know, Jenny, she has her pot pie company. You know, Christmas time got me a pot pie and I plan on getting a whole lot more. She's at the Royal Oak Farmers Market on the weekend. You know, I have Ruth who has gourmet salts. I've purchased from Ruth. I didn't go up to Ruth and say, hey, can you give me some salt so I could? Try? No, I purchased it. Right. You know, that's what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to help each other. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you have sis, you know, because you. we need each other. And especially, you know, our sisters who are out here and they're they're homeless and they're struggling. They really need to know that they're cared for. Absolutely. And do you help them find shelter or are most of them already in within shelters? Well, Capuchin actually does a lot. Oh, the Capuchin it, it, Kitchen. Yes, yes it does. Yes, it does. It is an amazing yes. place. Yes. It is an amazing place. That's what made me go back to, and give. Okay. Because, give of my time mm-hmm. and talents because I remember it being a place of comfort when, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So again, when I went, came back to trace my roots and just kind of revisit, um, I ended up there okay. because I remember it being a place of comfort for us. Capuchin Kitchen does a lot for the community because they even they do the the like the Meals on Wheels too. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because I've delivered those lot. before. They do a lot. Yes, they do. Yes. They you do know. a lot for those people, mm-hmm. not just women. Yes. for anyone, it it they do a lot of uh, they do a lot of good in the neighborhood. Absolutely. I love it. Yes. Now, when when everyone's looking at the flyer for you today, they're going to see the Potluck Kitchen Cafe Detroit. It's actually Potluck Kitchen Detroit. Potluck Kitchen Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, where did I get the cafe from? The email. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's been then, a journey. So okay, the name that's okay. has morphed that's okay. and changed that's, and manifest. And, you brand, yes. you rebrand mm-hmm. until you get it right. Because Absolutely. the thing is, as long as you don't stop, because you're going to fall, Ooh. you get back up, you fall, you get back up, and then you say, hey, village, I need help. And then the village is going to come around you. We're going to surround you and we're going to help you. So that's where you are right now. We're both surrounding ourselves with our villagers that's helping us Mm -hmm. get to where we want to be. 2020 is the year of the woman. We're going to link our exes and we're going to do this. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You talk about falling, girl, all these scabs on these knees. But you know what? If you didn't have the scabs on your knees, then that means that you never got up. Mm -hmm. And you got up. 
They scab over. You're going to yes. hurt them again. Absolutely. Until you get it right, it's called perseverance. And you have to keep persevering until you get it right. I learned a lesson. I've fallen so much. I have hit my head falling. I probably broke every bone in my body falling. And no matter what happens, I put that mental cast on. I get my butt up and I try it again. I try it again. And every time I fall, I learn a lesson. But that lesson propels me forward. I don't let the lesson pull me back. I see it as, okay, those lessons are stairs. They're stairs towards your goal. Mm -hmm. Every lesson learned is a step. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as long as you don't repeat the same thing over and over again, you're good. And sometimes you may, because sometimes, you know, we may fall on our knees, but until we fall on our, on our big heads, <laughs> we may not get it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. we, but we keep going. Love Logical has been, it's been a journey within itself, but there's growth. Yes. And as long as there's growth, then there's success. And my level of success each level of success is a little bit higher than the other. Same thing with you. I agree. Yes. You know, and I don't know. I just I see so much and I know that we were placed together because your journey is similar to mine. And sometimes you have to see somebody else's journey to realize where you are on yours. Yes. We, mm-hmm. we talked about that. Yes. Absolutely. So link it on. Link it on. So another thing is, can I, you know, I got to say it. You know, I love saying it Uh-oh. for some reason. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dope collard greens. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and when I think of that, I do think of the collard greens on the table just about every Sunday, every holiday. Mm-hmm. We always have our greens. Now, my mother was a mustard, turnip, collard green type woman. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes we had mustard and turnips. Sometimes we had the collard greens. But collard greens, to me, is a staple in African-American household. Yes. You know, and when you think of when you think of the greens, you think of the big mamas back in the day. Mm -hmm. You think of those Sunday dinners. You think of soul food. So, tell us about your dope collard greens. Well, <laughs> um, well, dope collard greens are is one of our staple menu items. Mm-hmm. But the name before they were just collard greens with smoked turkey. Mm-hmm. Before they were just like bomb collard greens, yummy, tasty collard greens. The but, old school bomb. Yeah, these but, are the bomb. Uh, <laughs> But now um, my collard greens has a different meaning. It kind of represents my story. Mm -hmm. And I always say my story, you know, um, is our story Mm -hmm. because everything about me is hospitality. So um, it kind of... um, Became a platform. Okay. Um, so, again, let me go back into my story. Um, so, yes. Uh, on that, okay, when I got reunited with my mom, okay. um, we were reunited for nine months. Nine months in the beginning and nine months in the end, mm-hmm. I always say. 
But um, during that nine months of healing and um, we started uh, recording our journey, our life. Okay. Because we would always say that people wouldn't believe some of the things that we've been through and, you know, some of our stories. She was like really, really funny. Mm-hmm. And I actually have footage of okay. us, you know, riding around, reminiscing, visiting old neighborhoods and her telling some of her stories. And it's amazing because I had no idea that she wouldn't be here. That's beautiful. Um, but uh, so in that nine months, uh, I was I cook mm-hmm. and she I found out that she loved my collard greens. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when she would eat them, she would literally hum. Hum and kind of dance. Do her little yeah. dance. Yeah. Okay, that's my food. That's that's my good food dance yeah. to everybody who's been around me. No, I close my really, eyes and get my yes. groove on when the food is yes, good. Yes, yes, yes. And it was always <laughs> just really funny. But um, so when she passed away, uh, like that next Sunday or Sunday after, you know, however long it was mm-hmm. that I made uh, collard greens after that, I was talking with my husband and, you know, we were eating and I'm like, you know what? My mom loved my collard greens. She, she loved a lot of my food, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, she was really picky, but, um, she really loved the collard greens. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, um, I created something that she loved, you know, because her addiction took her away from me. Mm-hmm. And I said, but I created something that she loved. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I flipped the script. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, you know, in our, in the hip community, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we dope is a good thing. Dope is a good thing. Absolutely. So yes. I said, okay, so it's not a negative thing. The dope. That took her away is now the dope that brought her back mm-hmm. and gave me something good. So that's kind of like where the whole dope collard greens. Came I love from. it. I love yeah. it. Uh, you know what? That's <laughs> now that's deep. That's deep. Yeah. But that also, I'm sure that she's smiling down. Just the thought of what you just said that we had nine months in the beginning and nine months in the end that gave me goosebumps. Yep. Because that um. Man, I'm not at a loss of words often, but when soon as you said that, I was like, that's that's deep. Yeah, that's really deep. And the fact that you took those nine months, whether she, you know, through her addiction and all, you spent that time with her riding around just looking. Um, can you share some of the neighborhoods or was that something that we're going to have to wait for the book? Nope. Um, well, my family is actually from Black Bottom, Detroit. Okay. Okay. Um, my great grandmother had a restaurant. Oh. In, um, uh, Black Bottom. Okay. And my whole family is from Black Bottom and, uh, her stomping ground per se uh-huh. was that area. And actually, have you heard of Heidelberg? Yeah. The Heidelberg Project? Yes. Okay, so there's the Polka Dot House. Yes. Which is their headquarters, their little yeah. office. Yeah, with all the mirrors yeah. and all the stuff on Yeah, that was uh-huh. her best friend's house. Oh, wow. Okay. That was her best friend's home. So she hadn't been over there in quite a while. Mm-hmm. So I took her over there to see the gentrification of Heidelberg. Right, You know, right, where... Right. <laughs> So much stuff happened, so much drama. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we went over in Heidelberg. She went through the house, and you know, I have a recording of her walking through the ha- through the house, and um, 
Uh, so we went there. We rode through hmm, Lafayette, um, that like, area. Like Shane and Lafayette yes. area? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, just east side, mm-hmm. Gratiot, McDougal area, which is the... Um, the um, Black Bottom area, um, just everywhere, truthfully. But we also went on set road down Seven Mile, West Seven Mile area. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is where that was like my grandma's neighborhood mm-hmm. because my grandmother helped raise me. So I had two lives. I had the bougie life <laughs> with my granny, and then I had the hardcore life uh, with my mom. And it helped balance me, I believe. Um, so we rode from the east side to the west side. Okay. Just just reminiscing. Reminiscing, laughing, and talking. And she was something else. She was hilarious. Yeah. Do you know the name of your grandmother's restaurant in Black Bottom? Um, um, believe it or not, my family... Uh, when I found out about it, I was like ecstatic, like, are you kidding me? So I started questioning everybody and nobody really knows, remembers much. Mm-hmm. But from what I've been able to gather, it was the Purefoy house. The Purefoy? Yes. Okay. I've never heard of that. Yeah. The or, Purefoy house. Yeah. Um, mom and pop, um, Pure, the Purefoys. That's about all I was able to get. And what was, do you know what type of food? She she served um, was it was it soul food? Or? Okay, well, the owner of Burt's. Burt's, okay. He remembers. Okay. Um and forgive me, I wasn't prepared for this. I'm um, sorry, that's why I told you it's just a regular conversation. Yes, yes, yes. So just but, if you don't remember, just say don't remember. Yeah. We well, move on. At that moment I was able to remember a little bit more, um, down to the address. And he remembered, and he said what he remembers are these huge sausages mm. that they used to cut down the middle, mm-hmm. you know, and it burst open, and they put all the uh, garnishes and everything on it. So uh, that's one thing I was, uh, one piece of information I was able to get. Like the peppers and onions and yeah, stuff. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, but other than that, unfortunately, no, I don't remember. Yeah. See, I know my dad and everyone is gone now because that would have been something I would have asked because anything dealing with sausages, especially if they were hot sausages, Mm -hmm. then he probably would have known about it. And he used to talk about, you know, the Black Bottom area, Hastings Street Mm -hmm. and things like that. And before, you know, I stopped eating meat and all of that. And when I was younger... I remember us going different places, getting the sausages really? and, and stuff like that, hmm. you know, because that's that even, but usually that's black bottom. I would have been real little. Yeah. But yeah, sausage and that's, those are a big deal in, in the African-American community. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. But I know? have one photo of her standing mm-hmm. in behind the counter, um, which I cherish. Do you look I like cherish. her? Um. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I can't really tell from the photo because it's really old. Well, it's old, and it's black, black and white. white. Yeah. But I do look just like my grandma. Yeah, okay. So, and it was her mom. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So, and with um, BJ, with your mom, mm-hmm. how much do you look like her? I look just like her, too. Just like her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I told you the lady was like, it's your mom now, mm-hmm. <laughs> BJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's yep, cool. Three generations. 
Or is that four? Yeah. Is that is that what got you into storytelling? Because you like to, you know, you like to do storytelling. So is is part of researching your history is what really got you into wanting to do storytelling, or was it something else? There's a few things. Okay. Um, one would be watching the women in my family tell stories. Okay. Um, everybody was really animated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you coming up, you used to get the speech, um, if I hear anything repeated, come out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, so yeah. I would sit back, but I would watch. Mm-hmm. I knew not to say anything, but I would watch. And I, as they would tell these stories, I would be able to picture mm-hmm. what they were talking about. And I don't know, I was just really, really intrigued by it. And those are just great memories for me. Well, you know, back in the day, children were seen and not heard. Yes. We yes. we listened, but we knew not to pipe into mm-hmm. adult conversation mm-hmm. to where kids now are very much so included in adult conversations, which yes. is hard for me. Mm-hmm. Very hard for me. <laughs> because I know with me, I would have got all you needed was the look. Absolutely. You know, and you knew to <laughs> shut it. <laughs> so I, I remember hearing different things, you know, growing up and but. For you to hear those stories, that's what made you want to tell stories. Well, that's one of the things. Okay. And the other is hip-hop. All right. Like Slick Rick. Oh, yeah. To, you know, just, yeah. That's who, that's who was in the concert um, with Cameo and Parliament. Remember, oh, yeah, remember? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Slick oh, Rick. Oh, I and love I, me some Slick and Rick, And I took girl. Janelle to that concert, mm-hmm. and she was in awe. She was totally in awe. Yep. Yes. Yep. I remember looking at his album, put, mm-hmm. put the record on, and I would just sit in my in front of my record player and just listen, and you could just see the story. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, rappers like Slick Rick in, inspired me. I knew I couldn't rap. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody. I, I, nah. <laughs> nah. Um, <laughs> couldn't rap. Can't rhyme. Uh-huh. Not really a poet. I, but I can't write. Okay. And I could tell a story. And actually, I didn't realize that there was a such thing as a storyteller. Yes. Um, until there was an article in the newspaper. And I saw a story about uh, a, an artist named Satori Sakor. Okay. And she uh, she's the founder of the Secret Society of Twisted Storytellers. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, my God, this is a real thing. Like this is now this this is what I I can do that. Mm-hmm. So that that's when I think the dream was born. Like you know what, I I, I am a storyteller. Yeah, and you know so, yeah. even with even with spoken word, mm-hmm. spoken word oftentimes is is storytelling. It is. It's absolutely. Um, through poetry and through short stories, well monologues too. Yes. You know, so we've been telling stories for years. If you even sit back and excuse me, I'm about to tell my age and older than me. <laughs> but remember back in the day, our parents bought albums that had storytelling, absolutely. that had poetry, and comedy. everything else. Mm-hmm. And comedy. The yes. comedy albums had stories yep. on them. Absolutely. Yes. So all of that, yes, plays a role. Yes. And then Absolutely. throughout our history, many of our history was told through stories. Absolutely. Um, around quilting circles and everything else. And they were passed down through the years. Yep. So that's how a lot of families remember their history. Absolutely. Is through the telling of stories. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And to this day. 
anyone who has seen me around a very elderly person, I am like a child. I will sit at their feet and I will listen to the stories that they have to tell about their lives because oftentimes you have people, elderly people, they have so much to share, but they don't have anyone that really cares to listen to them anymore. Absolutely. And people are so blessed and fortunate to have an elderly relative to listen to, mm-hmm. you know, and I just, I love elderly people. Absolutely. Love it. I do as well, yes. My, my family is, my mothers, my aunts, my uncles, they're all gone as far as, you know, my immediate family. I would love to be able to sit down and listen to stories about our family that I don't get to hear anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes. So to be able to hear those stories is healing as well. Yeah. For you to have telling your our mom, stories is healing. It is. For you to healing. have your mom recorded telling stories about her life. That that as as your collard greens, that's dope. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. It is. And I think we need to tell more stories. Um that our children, mm-hmm. they need to hear our stories. They do. Um, we need to hear each other's story so we'll know we're not the only one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can begin to heal and get rid of some of these stigmas behind some of the things that plague our communities. The good uh, and the bad. Absolutely. The good and the bad. Absolutely, yes. Do you think that we're getting there now that we are on a sister self self-care journey now? Self-care has become a new buzz. It's Mm -hmm. a new term. It's a new way of life. Mm -hmm. So I think that a lot of the sisters, and I want to shout out to Yolanda Scarsborough with the Sister Circle. Thank you for the Mm -hmm. retreats last year. Looking forward to this year. And, you know, going to Yolanda's retreats. And then I have my Mother's Day um, weekend retreat for women who have lost their moms. Yes, looking forward to it. And this is going to be our second annual at the Red Poppy. Everything will be out by next Monday. And I just, we sat there and we laughed and we shared stories of our moms, positive stories. And, you know, and it was just, it's healing. It's good. It feels so good. Absolutely. It does. Yes, it does. And I like to laugh. So. Love to laugh. Love to laugh. Yes. So some of the stories that even in my mind, I think of stories of my mom and oh my goodness, I can think of stuff and just and just crack up, just crack up. No, I look crazy. Don't care because it's just a thought. Yep. So I love it. I love the whole concept. Do you mind um, if I ask the women um, for the retreat to come prepared to share a good positive story? About their moms or to act amazing. one out, would do you? Would you be okay with me, girl? That would using be that amazing. Concept? Yes. All right. So we're gonna have. Um, can we be dope collard green stories? Let's get it. All right. We're gonna yes, add ma'am. dope collard green stories to yes. the agenda. I love it. Yes. Because um, I'm gonna get emotional. I just, I, I love, I love that concept, and the fact that you had that. Such a blessing. That nine months, Miracle. nine months at the beginning, Miracle. nine months Miracle. at the end. Mm-hmm. That is, Absolute a, it miracle. is, it's a miracle. And everything in between was a miracle. How I found her, everything. It just, just, 
Oh, God is so good. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's pretty much the essence of dope collard greens. It's my beauty for ashes story, because out of so much pain, you know that those nine months really helped put me on a trajectory of healing. You said a beauty for ashes. Beauty for ashes. Beauty for ashes. Yes. That's what I said. Yeah, beauty for ashes. Yes. Yes, Yes. that's my beauty for ashes story. You coming up with some some stuff here. (laughs) I'm looking forward to um, being in the setting where you're doing your dinners and sharing stories. I'm really looking forward to that. You know, um, do you know when you're going to start them back up again? Uh, well, we took a break for 2019. I okay. told you about that. Yes. And, um, so I'm planning to get back into it, uh, in 2020. Okay. Not planning. We will. Okay. Absolutely will. Um, as a matter of fact, we are lining some things up right now. Okay. Um, I don't want to speak no. on it right no. now. We'll have to bring yeah. you back. Yeah. I already know. We'll yes. have to bring you back when you're ready for your launch. Yes. So that, um. Like I, then one thing that I told her, we want to get all of her intellectual property and her trademarks and and all that stuff together. We want to make sure that you get your copyrights together because you have some really unique things that's about to come, and I could actually see you having franchises of what you're doing. Hmm. So I receive that. Let's um, I I, I want to see it happen, and I'm looking forward to being a part of it. Because it's not too often that you have women coming together and all have something to offer to each other. And this has become a wonderful love logical community to be a part of, a love logical sisterhood. And we about to we about to do some stuff in Detroit. Detroit is only the beginning. You know that, don't you? Let's get it. Detroit is the beginning. Yes, ma'am. And you all think Detroiters are, are tough and everything else, but you about to see Detroit women come together and truly make a difference because we're already doing that. Not right now. I know that um we are probably about fifty strong right now of us coming together and it's going to only get stronger. It's gonna get stronger. I'm excited. You know, and when it comes down to it, the best, the best village to be in is a village that's filled with diversity, diversity of personalities, diversity of ethnicity, diversity of religion, diversity of everything. So when you add that diversity into, into, our, into our current, you're looking, at, you're looking at hundreds of women and my goal is to make it thousands of women to where we'll be able to come together in one place and just say thank you to each other. That sounds amazing. It's coming. 2020 is, it's there. It's actually, it's, it's growing and it's, it's there. And I'm so excited about it because I have wanted to see us come together for so long, for so long. And to see it happening and to to be a part of it, it makes a difference. Love Logical is biological by nature. 
Love logical by choice. DNA not required. And we, we're doing this. And Kwana, <laughs> oh, Lord, <laughs> she is crazy. Sucks. <laughs> Girl, is yes. one of those women. You have such a strong, beautiful heart. You do I appreciate that. And, and so the thing you. is, and like you, nice. you like are nice. you're, you're soft spoken. But you have such, uh, you have this spirit about you that's just, just, just ginormous. And it's a positive thing, you know? And so I just know that it's important. It's important for us to do what's best for the village that we're building around us. So I'm gonna start singing, We Are Family up in here in a minute, (laughs) y'all. Go ahead. We're going to become Sister Sled. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, tell us something that is a goal for you as we're wrapping up here for 2020 without divulging your secrets. What is your goal for 2020? My goal. Or one of them. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the main goal is mm-hmm. to step out on faith. Um, be bold mm-hmm. and courageous. Yes, like just put all fear behind me and just do it. That 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 is my goal. Mm-hmm. That is what I'm gonna do. Um, if I may get a little biblical here, go on. Exodus four four says, mm-hmm. "Reach out your hand and grab it by the tail, and it'll turn in your hand." And that's what I'm expecting. I'm reaching out and I'm grabbing by the tail, and I'm expecting it to turn into a rod in my hand. So, all right, all right. <laughs> I know that um, I learned something last year from a gentleman, um, Dr. Kevin, and last year he had set a goal for himself, and and I this year I was like, you know what? One of the things that he set last year, I'm going to I'm going to receive that and use it this year. This year is going to be the year of the prophet. Mm. Um, for Love Logical. And the prophet is P-R-O-F-I-T. Prophet, yes. Yes. yes but ma'am. there's also going to be a lot of prophecy within that year. So, yes, yes watch us. And double for your trouble. Watch us, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so watch us this year. And I just want to tell everybody this has been, this has been an awesome first year. Um, first of the year podcast. I am happy to have you here today. Um, I want to share that that this is going to be a year for Love Logical. We are partnering with Brilliant Detroit. We are going to be coming to you with some different um, motivational um, and motivational and meditation experiences. Um, at all of their houses this year. So it will be one a month. We are looking forward to coming to you. It's going to be myself and Sonia Carwall. We had a meditation experience last month that I shared with you, and it was a success. Yes, it was. And thank you. Yes, yes you, you, you said you got a lot out mm-hmm. of it. So, yes. So, and then Brilliant Detroit has decided that, yes, they're going to work with us. You're going to see a lot of us this year, 
and we are helping people grow. Um, I've helped, you know, when it comes to a lot. I have someone right now who I'm getting ready to mentor, um, place with a mentor to help them through the fostering process and then the adoption process. You know, I have people who I'm helping with the mentoring process. And these are not reaching out. These are people that are just coming to me. So I know that it's meant to be because they're finding me through various means. And I am just so happy to be able to be who I am to the people that I'm that I that I'm being me to. And I also want to ask for a prayer for my family. You guys have not seen me, but I do have a family member who is in ICU at U of M right now. And it's been a very, um, I don't even know how to put it. It's been a hard few weeks and it's been a prayerful few weeks. And I'm going to ask that you do lift my family member up in prayer, be there for my family and know that. You know, my family, we're all love logical. You know, we blended family that came together. We were raised by a mother who has one of the biggest love logical hearts. And we come together in unity and we come together with love logical love for those who are around us. So I want to thank everybody that has embraced love logical and know that we are going to do things this year. Because my goal is a love logical Detroit. DNA not required. So thank you so much. Thank you, Michelle. Thank Thank you you. for coming tonight. It's such an honor to be your first guest of 2020. 2020. Yes. It's such an honor. And I appreciate it so very much. I appreciate you for being here. So um, can I share what, what, um, what, what we didn't nicknamed you? Oh, (laughs) no. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But we will, we will share that Quana is going to have a podcast this year. So I'm sure that I will be there and, and we will be lending support to your podcast as best we can. Yes. And um, good luck to everything that you do in 2020. Right. And good luck to everything that you all do in 2020. <laughs> and good night. Good night.